Hello and welcome to Unofficial Art Therapy. This is Dr. Liz. Joining me soon is Coomsey. We've had a little break. Uh, wasn't intentional, just stuff has gotten in the way, but it's nice to be back with you. This week we talk uh, unexpectedly actually about Ted Lasso. Um, you might not know this, but Coomsey is Ted Lasso or was Ted Lasso. Um, we talk a lot about that. He's only eight episodes when we talk about this into the first season. So if you already know it and love it, enjoy loving and knowing Ted Lasso all over again and if you don't have a listen and maybe you'll catch the bug as well. As always Coomsey and I acknowledge that we are on unceded Aboriginal land and we pay our respects to elders past and present. Uh, Yes we do in fact Uh, and um, as always this is unofficial art therapy so if there's anything that you need please ask a professional. Um, We appreciate you. Take good care. Bye. Are you there? Yeah. yeah, I can still hear you. Oh, beautiful. We got it. Got me? Hello, right, babe. Excellent. Babe. Good job. How are you going? Good. Yeah. Ted Lasso, tell me. Well, because it, like, it just wasn't on the streaming service that we had at the time. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I'm not one for borrowing people's thingos. So I just thought, look, it'll come to yeah, it'll get to me. Because I remember Hilsey posting going, oh, my gosh. But, and everyone I knew. And. And people were like, boy, this is you all over. And I'm like, oh, get there. Yeah. And um, I remember I got a, a – it was on Twitter. One of my um, kids I used to coach when I uh, kids. Yeah. Probably 40 now, maybe. <laughs> but um, so when he, I coached under 18 in 1997. So there you go. That's how long ago it was. Sort of I love it. Years ago. I love it. Um, and he, I remember when it came on, he wrote – bad and say I've got no idea what you're talking about because mm. I haven't watched it yet and I know I would have been like what but this is you this is so I I've just put it out of sight of my mind and and then I don't know what day it might have been the the soul man Greg soul um he sent me a message he, he said I'm, I'm, I just get this feeling you're not doing as good as normal hey have you seen Ted Lasso and I went no and he goes what yeah. how have you not I went Yep, not on the streaming surface that we have here in Australia, that I have. Mm. And then he said, oh, do you know of Plex? And I went, yes, I know of Plex. And, and um, then he said, well, it doesn't help me because if you've got an account, I can't get you to sign into mine. I went, it's okay, it'll get there. Yeah. And then I, I don't know, it might have been a day or two or three, four days later maybe, I don't know, I checked Plex to see when Taskmaster was on, I think it was. Mm. And I thought, oh, oh, this has got a lot of things. I wonder if it's got Ted Lasso. And boom, up it pops. <laughs> oh. So I took the screenshot and sent to Greg, and he's like, man, you found it. And I like, <laughs> he said, you're going to enjoy it. And I said, yeah, as you know, I'm, I struggle to concentrate. Mm. So I'll try one a day, uh, and it's probably going to have to be in the morning, and if it gets to the afternoon, I probably won't be able to do it. Mm. But I'll give it a shot. And this was, I don't know, started this week. Mm. So I've now done eight episodes. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, uh, why is it only now that I'm saying, why didn't I try this years ago? Because I'm looking forward to sort of, I'm trying to guess oh. where things are going to go and um, wondering if I do that with those sort of things, thinking I wonder where this one's going. I think this one. Oh, and then yes. you're like, 
got it or no wrong and some of the characters i see as some people that i've coached Tell you know, me the, about the, that. The, the the arrogant player yeah, you know? yeah. oh and you're like oh like the jamie tart like how can i get you to be a part of this team and yeah not so care worrying about you and i don't know what this person wanted whether they wanted the praise all the time or whether they wanted i would i've often said being a football coach was one of the hardest jobs i had because you know you you got to try to cope with 40 different characteristics and mm. 40 different emotions and I coach senior football before I coach junior football. Right. Um, and I think that sometimes the kids were hard work, the under eight, because they run under 18s. Right. Because all of a sudden, you, one of your really good players is not playing well and you think, he's trained really well, whatever. And then it turns out, you know, this is around exam time. So, oh, right. So he's already started studying earlier than other kids because he's really, really switched on kid. Yeah. And then, you know, some of them were just starting dating girls and all that, you know, all that rubbish. So yeah. <laughs> I had that to worry about. And they had their parents on their back about study, yeah. don't waste your time, study, yeah. part-time work. So, and they were hard. And then when I coached, so I coached them as second, so literally my second stint. Mm. My first stint was coaching um, adults, grown men in Newcastle. Right. And again, that was different because you're dealing with them and like some guys come there to get away from their family and, yep. you know, work and everything and just channel all that into that. Mm. Um, some guys, you know, are having a bad time with their wife and they, you got to sit with them to go through that. Yeah. Um, and I was 28 years old maybe when I was coaching them. Jeez. 20, 20, no, no, I wasn't. Um, 1992. So I was... I was, 20, I was 29, okay. So you're a young bloke trying to tell these other guys how to deal with life, is that right? Well, yeah, and the thing was, because when I went back to Newcastle to live, um, I had not I had played football fairly well here in, in Melbourne at, at under 18 level, pretty, I was, I was all right until I blew my knee out. Yeah. And I hadn't played for 11 years, and I saw these Aussie rule sticks in Newcastle, I thought, what? <laughs> So I found out I trained, I went that along, you know, just, mm. hey, there you go, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Newcastle born and bred. Yeah. Now, when I said that, that, that stopped the sense, you know, where you from. Right. So none of them asked, once they knew I was from Newcastle, they thought, oh, I'm just a local. Yeah. And they, I remember one of these blokes saying, oh, um, have you ever played before? And I thought, oh. I just said, oh, nah, not, not a lot, you know. <laughs> You're going to be that thought, guy that aces it. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to shoot my mouth off and say yeah. oh, I've played in Victoria at a pretty good level. Because as soon as you mention the word Victoria up there, you're in the team. Doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> I can't play. Don't matter. You're Victoria. <laughs> because a lot of the guys there were failed rugby league. And, but yeah, they yeah, try yeah. Some sort of yeah, yeah. And Aussie rules wasn't popular in 1992 in Newcastle. Mm. But they had a, you know, six teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, a lot of these guys just weren't good at aspects. And with a bouncy ball, like they were, they were just horrible. But they had some good attributes, like you know, they were a good tackler. Right. But they weren't good at other skills in the AFL. So I then had to try to figure out how do I get these guys to because because you know, the first year I was just trying to play, and I notoriously bad trainer. I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I didn't train to play. I played, you know, I 
I didn't train to play. I was the other way around. <laughs> I, I was like, I'll do it on the, on the game day, coach. Don't worry about it. Lip. And I knew that because I knew I was a good player and I knew I could get away with it. <laughs> But then when I became a coach, I didn't like seeing that in any of my players at all. So yeah. Smash it out of them. But, um, yeah, so that first seven weeks, I reckon I ran one lap because my, <laughs> yeah, because my body was just, oh, you can't run anymore because you haven't done this for 12 years. Yeah. So it took me that long. and But still, I was going every week and just watching and that. None of them got past the Newcastle board and Brett. Because I'm thinking, if I get fit and healthy, mm. you blokes are going to get a shock. <laughs> and then it was, I think it was about the ninth week, so we were almost halfway through the season. And um, I hadn't played a, a game yet. It was in preserves, you know. And, mm. and Dad was laughing his head off. He's going, <laughs> you'd be hating this. You're yeah. not even in the main, main term. He said, but... When it's game time, it'll be different, won't it? No, you, you, you watch. <laughs> and then and then I remember finally getting onto the the bench because I made it through training and it was the last number picked. Right. And, and I, I could run a little bit now. Like I wasn't a sore and I, I could get through, mm. you know, some running stuff. But the thing was, because I couldn't join in the group with ball skills, they didn't see my skill that I still had. Ah. Uh because I you know if you weren't fully fit you couldn't train with the main group you had to run but they were that short and I was like still hadn't got through the running group right and they were like we'll put you on the end of the bench and if we get any problems you can just fill in for a minute whatever <laughs> and fine by me and we had two blokes get injured pretty mm. quick and then they would so those two went and it was only three on the bench then uh, two on the three on the bench that's right mm. and I was the only one left and the coach his name was Spider he goes alright Kinsey on you get a dancer was his nickname. Dancer. Yeah, on your game. Because they said when he used to run around, he looked like a dancer while uh, playing right. football. Yeah, yeah. And, and just for half time, and we, were, we were three goals behind, and the ball hadn't even got near me yet. I'd been on for 20 seconds. And the coach was like, oh. I said, just put me in the goal square, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll just take it from there. <laughs> He's like, take it from there. And like, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> the opponent come onto me and he's like, "Oh, new black." And I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's only young. And he goes, "Oh, this is like my first game. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing." I thought, "Oh, you uh... said, Okay, when you see that ball, you don't worry about me. Run at the ball as hard as you can, and you just got to try to punch it away from the area. Okay, just do your best." I thought he'll do this. And the first time he did, and the ball just as it does Australian Reels footy, went own mine, bang right over the top, went 20 metres, landed in my arms. And I was standing in the standing in the goal square on my own, so I just, you know, towed it through. And they were like, oh, lucky, well done. And then I went, yeah, it wasn't luck. I sent him up there. And then <laughs> I thought, this kid's not going to know. I'd just you know, stick on my hip and I'd run to the pack and he'd jump and I'd run off the back. And anyway, by three-quarter time, I'd, I'd kick two. Mm. And... Um, Nothing special. The aim was pretty close. Yeah. And then I just said to the coach, I've got, I've got no idea. This might sound, but just tell the other two guys in the pocket, clear out, give me a bit of room. Just I, I want to be just with this young guy on my own because I reckon I'll rip him apart. Right. And they're like, Bernie. <laughs> and I went, you're in the goal score on your own. You're towed two through. You know, don't get ahead of yourself. Mm-hmm. All good. Well, I, I kicked another five in the last quarter and we won the game. And as soon as the game finished, mm-hmm. 
the senior coach from the other th- from our team mm. and the reserve grade coach just said we want to talk to you in here now <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i'm going to get in trouble and they went bang why haven't you told us you could do this <laughs> I went, have you seen me run and, and the coach went yeah, fair, fair you can't run he said where have you you haven't played footy nick i said no i've been in melbourne for the last you know 28 years and they're like and you said Newcastle born and bred. I said, <laughs> I was, yeah, born in Newcastle. Left when I was four years old. Yes. Five years old, yeah. I said, apparently I played rugby league for mm. the little sixes. And I got to Melbourne, I started playing, and they said, have you played? I said, oh, I haven't played for 11 years because I've done my knee. Mm. And I go, but so when you're 18, what sort of football did you play? And I went, yeah, really good level. <laughs> <laughs> like like state level and they went you fit and I went no nah, this is this is all you're going to say I wanted to play a game just to turn my own head if I still had it yeah and I remember walking off and dad patted me on the back and said you, you still got it son don't worry oh. I went alright good and they said can you just play the rest of the year out I went yeah I ended up kicking 40 goals in the next six games and bloody hell and, and missed the league goal kicking by two, yeah. winning the league goal kicking, and missed the best player in the competition by four votes. And oh. I played half a season, oh. so straight straight away, they asked me, coach. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I've never coached, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Yeah. And that was the reserve grade. Yeah. Um, and they were going, no, you need to coach the senior team. I said, no, your bloke's got a contract. I'm not going to step yeah, in. Yeah. I'll coach reserves, no problem. And they go, no, we need you. I said, well, I'll assist him, yeah. but I'm not going to jump. And, um, Cut someone's by, lunch, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, the year after, I got the job pretty quick. Mm. And we done really well. And, and that's when I came back to Melbourne and then went back to coaching kids. And I, I keep looking at Ted Lasso thinking, geez, I remember saying something like that when I was coaching. That's so great, isn't it? Yeah, and then I remember doing that, you know, taking the smart aleck man and kid and telling them, it's, listen, Jamie Tart, yeah. <laughs> this ain't about you, dude. And then, you know, finding a way. How can I, how can I do this without losing? Because our responsibility is to win, yeah. especially when we played senior level in Newcastle because people paid to come in mm. and under 18. So paying money to come in. So you've got to give them the, your best product. Yeah. So I thought, so that kid's got to play, but geez, I need to, can I teach him a lesson of training? And, you know, trying to figure all that out, I used to think it was an artwork that I used to be able to do it sometimes because then also planning where they were playing, what they were doing, and trying to incorporate something in from my background that would make them change. They hadn't played finals for 10 or 12 years. We finished on top of the year, and they were like, what? And I, they, <laughs> yeah. I got some good coaching offers after that from other leagues and they'd seen me coach and heard about it and whatnot and we almost took a job up at Bateman's Bay. Oh wow. But I got worried thinking uh, taking the kids yeah. moving around. Yeah. Once you start on you know in three years time if I've done well I'll look somewhere to else. Get yeah. But if I haven't done well <laughs> that's it. And yeah. they offered a house and find me a job and wow. but I turned it down in the end and went back to Victoria and, and ended up working in the AFL for twelve years so oh. I'm so interested about that, that, you know, so you're, you can see, because how far in it, have you got to the the darts game yet? I'm up to, uh, I've just seen them do the karaoke one. 
Okay, right. So, okay, so you'll know then when when we get to the darts game, you'll know what I mean, because that, okay. that there's this that thing you're talking about underestimating and people stopping asking questions. You'll love it. Like you would just love it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there was so much in the show that I thought, you know, I can really associate to that, or because of my coaching days, but also then in my um, working in the AFL days with you know knowing about different stories that went on and mm. how things were handled and whatnot, and like. Oh, radio, yep, mm. yeah, that makes sense. And um, and again, you know, I sort of thought, Greg Soul is just a wealth of information, of knowledge, of knowing sort of what fits who. And, yeah. you know, he does that well with like, hey, mate, you know, like he's just, just always trying to help in different ways, which yeah. I, you know, I really appreciate. And I, I'll say well, I've enjoyed this, so I'll, uh, I'll do my one episode today or maybe two, depending. Well, maybe we could get Greg in too because lo- lo- I love Ted Lasso. I love it so much. I've written a little bit about it. I'll oh. send it to you. Oh, I love it. So maybe we could get him back and we'll do... Oh, we need, we need oh. to talk to him about that because I would have finished the first episode. I'll probably finish uh, the season two next week, I yeah. hope. <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing about it, I don't know about you because it's interesting that you resonate with those players. Obviously, well, not obviously, but... I kind of am watching the women in it and the way they deal with that. And, um, I mean, and I just love the character is so... Well, all of the characters, actually. Like, they just develop oh, them so much. amazing. Roy. Roy Kent. Oh, man. Well, at the moment, I, I messaged uh, Greg yesterday yeah. and I said, I love Roy. He's <laughs> my favourite at the, at the moment. Oh, it doesn't change, though. It's hard not to keep loving Roy. Like, he just... Yeah. Oh, he's so great. Isn't he? Well, you know, he's also... I hadn't heard of him either. So he's a writer as well. He writes a lot of the show. Oh, and pa- oh my gosh. Yeah, the story went that when he was in the writer's room writing for it, and as he's writing Roy, he went, hey, I think I need to audition for this. I think I want to be... Wow. And, and it's wow. so great. I'll send you some stuff too. There's some stuff with him and Oscar the Grouch. He's like, I've met a, oh, fuck- oh, I've met a fucking oh, Muppet. Oh, my God. It's oh, so my good. gosh. It, so I've avoided all that. Oh, I wish I no. So... I mean, I, I I enjoy his character because again, I coached him and I know about him. I heard about the the oh. AFL, um, but then I got a feel. Nick Muhammad was the only person I knew in the cast. Really? Yeah, and then as soon as I saw him, I thought, oh, blimey, he still get a bit of his eight out of ten cats. Yeah. Uh, eight out of ten cats. That's, that's where I sent him on eight out of ten cats. Oh, um, see, so I knew. So I oh, that's him. Uh-huh. Oh wow, he's weird on eight out of ten. <laughs> But he's doing a great job, isn't he, with this. I really oh, love it. he's so when good. When he told it to their face, when they, Roy said, throw your paper down, yeah. say it to my face. Yes. <laughs> you were, you were. And that was, I, I remember speaking to a senior player of ours while that saying to him, hey, he just wasn't playing really well. And he yeah. actually said, I think I need to be dropped to the reserves. I said, no, 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 listen, you might not be what you were. You're not as quick. Yeah. You know, you're not as agile. I said, but just you're ten times smarter than anyone on in this whole team. That's why you were my captain. That's why you know you you are. And uh, he's like, all right. I said, so just use your smarts. Yeah. Don't worry about trying to use your physicality or your speed because it just ain't got it. You use your smarts and yeah. Yeah, turn the corner in a heartbeat. Oh. I was like, you just got to try to find that key. That's it. You know, because there were some players. I remember one. I used to have to sort of. As we're walking out the door, I'd bump him into the locker, mm-hmm. and I remember once he grabbed me by the shirt collar, and and I went, "Go ahead," you know. And then he's like, "Oh, sorry, coach." I went, "It's okay." He had to be angry walking out, and when he was angry, he plays so much better. Oh. I found that key, and I'd just wait, you know, and bang, hit him, and 
I remember saying to him after he come back at me the first time, I said, that's okay, just don't punch me in the face. But <laughs> I want to see that anger because that's what I want. If I yeah. want those angry eyes, you going down the ground. I said, so it's going to come, yeah. but you won't know exactly what's going to come to you, you know. Oh. And and it, every week, you know, the other players would be waiting. <laughs> and I'd just clip him sideways or get someone else to do it. And it was just, you know, and it found the key. And it was, you know, I, I really feel for Ted Latz. It's weird I feel for a, a character. But trying to cope with all the other stuff, like, yeah. You know, he just didn't have any support. And I always think in every position I had that I walked in and put in, I had mm. all the support. Mm. And, I, and so it was easy. I just done my job. I just coached. Yeah. That's what, but poor old Ted's got to do just, oh my gosh. And I don't think, you know, I, I got really worried when he was, he had his anxiety attack. Yeah. Again, it's like, it's a, it's an acting thing. It's unreal. But then I thought, you know, that happens. Well, you. you know what I love about it, though, is I reckon it is close to... And, I mean, it's worth, if you want to fall down a rabbit hole, listen to Jason Sudeikis and, you know, some of those guys talk about writing it. Because the oh, other guy I, that writes... I think is, I will when I'm finished it. Yeah. yeah, it's so... But they were talking, too, about, you know, what's informed it. I just love the way they talk about men's mental health. Mental health generally. But mental health... Because, you know, it's, again, it's that thing of... It happens. And, yeah, you're right, when he got really unwell, but then you notice, too, how well, like, you know, um, she was just there. Like, there was no yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's just no question that Rebecca was I, there. I don't know where that's going. I have no idea because I'm no good at all that sort of stuff. I go, oh, mm-hmm. not even close. So I, I, I don't But that's the joy of know. it. That's the joy of it. Well, he's, you've just done the karaoke one, right? Yeah, so he's just he's lost his wife. Yeah. So he's lost his wife, but he's also picked up um, Rebecca's best mate, or she's picked him up. Yeah, I saw that. She looks familiar, actually. Yeah, she's she's a comedian. I'm sure she's been on a yeah, lot of those shows. I think she's been on Taskmaster or something she's like that. She's bright, brilliant. I love her character, and I loved the, how that was done, too, because that's just kind yeah, of... Yeah, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere, but also is not a big... Like, the next episode, you'll ha- have they had the debrief yet about it? Well, no, all I've seen... Uh, was it ended where she just walked past him in the hotel room. Oh, okay. So that, that's, I'm up to the next one, which Great. I don't know what, it, what okay. it's called. Okay, I won't tell you, but you'll love it. No. You'll love it. If uh, if Mr. Soul is uh, okay, they have a, a group chat. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> I we should we do another one. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you, 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 you know what's funny? I thought you'd seen this because, again, I thought I'm going to sound like your mate Will's worst stalker. I promise you I'm not. But I thought that you two had talked about Ted Lasso um, on the podcast because that whole I appreciate you Ted says that all the time I thought that's where yeah. that had come from yeah you're right but mm-hmm. we hadn't talked about it on the podcast oh okay he talked to me about that oh and okay he, on the podcast we didn't talk about the show okay but he said he, he went and got his cup of coffee and you know he said it to the person I appreciate you right but he, he said that where he got it from was from Ted Lasso Oh, and I so he's like, and I said, oh, I haven't seen that yet. And he's like, oh, well, you, you'll love it when you get to it. Yeah. So I, I, I should, well, thank you, because I should message Will and go, hey, I've started watching Ted Lasso. Oh, so. so he's bound to say, well, keep watching, because you'll understand 
what it was I talked about that day. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for you to, to be watching it for the first time again. I wish I could be watching it for the first time again. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really, for you. I'm really enjoying it because I said I, you know, half an hour really does me, and then but I, I managed to watch two in a row the other day, and I was mm. like, wow. But it's I can't co- believe I'm doing this. Oh <laughs> yeah, but it's so good though, and I mean, I I have to admit because we were watching bits and pieces of it when it's by no means the same thing in terms of tiredness but you know we'd just be trying to snatch little bits of time because it was when the kids were really little and so oh, I'd be like I just I, that's uh, it. Yeah. I don't want to be going to sleep during this you know <laughs> yeah, so no, no, but a few no, no. of them I'd watch again what do you think of coach beard by the way what... <laughs> <laughs> if I was coaching Newcastle like the way I look now yeah that you... would have been my name <laughs> beard oh well, they, they all, a lot of them that I'm still in touch with now, and some of the guys that I coached who are 40 still call me coach. Oh, I love it. And um, so if I had this long one now, they'd be Coach Beard. <laughs> <laughs> when they called me, when he said Coach Beard, I laughed my guts out thinking. <laughs> but he's like the right hand man. I had one of them sort of, you know. Yeah. Very, very similar. <laughs> you know, just give me information when I need it. Oh, uh, help back me up, but I loved him at the carry. Oh, Beard's <laughs> the best. Beard's he's so funny. good. But the... each character, I find I like something about each character. Even yeah. that Jamie Tart. Yeah. Something I'm thinking, uh, is he going to learn his lesson or not? Oh, I'm not. I'm not sure. You've got you've got know. some some joy in there for you. And is Jamie? So Jamie and Keely, Jamie and gone. Keely, gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she just she just Keely is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Juno, what's her name? Juno Temple? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What's she done? I don't know anything about her either. Oh, because she was a whiz and I thought she must be important. I looked up each character as soon as to say, all right, who's playing it? And I have seen uh, in episode one, Colin Mockery. So does he make a a guest appearance somewhere? I can't remember. I I can't remember. Uh, I love Colin Mockery. Okay. No. Well, I I don't think I know who that is. Oh, you know, um, from whose line is it anyway? Oh, remember the the yeah, tall skinny yeah, ball guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, can't he's brilliant. Remember. He, Colin Mockery is brilliant. I can't so I'm watching remember. closely, and mm. I haven't missed it because mm. I'd pick him because I always do that. Colin Mockery, I mm. know him. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know a mate who loves <laughs> him. I go, did I tell you the story when I met met him? <laughs> yes, you have. I went like it was backstage at the big palace in in uh, Montreal when we just done the the our bit for, you know, Ronnie's deal, yeah. show, um, Nathan Lane's gala. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, because when we came backstage, I had, Colin Mockery was there, and I was like, what? And he just patted me on the back, and he said, great job, man, great job. <laughs> and then he... walking past him was Jeff Goldblum, oh. and all he done was put his hand on my shoulder and nod his head. <laughs> I, I thought he's going he's gonna to get upset if he speaks to me. Yeah. And he just nodded his head and like, man, you got it, and walked away. And I'm like, ah. I just made Colin Mockery. <laughs> uh, Jeff Goldblum in a heartbeat. <laughs> You're tripping over all those names there, Coombsy. I love it. Yeah, You're tripp- I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's so good. I can't, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, and- shout out to Greg Greg Soul. Oh, the Soul you. Man. How good's the music too? Have you noticed the soundtrack? Oh, yes, because now... <sighs> Somebody else said to me, you will love the soundtrack of this show. Yeah. I'm like, okay, then. All right. Yeah. But yes, at times I think, geez, that's 
mix that in well. That's yeah, yeah. You know, I wonder though. Yeah. This my ac- definitely an art form. Oh, well, it's my academic brain too. Like I'm just like, is this Apple money? Because Apple TV made it. Like I'm like, is this Apple money? Who's got the money to pay for the rights for that stuff? Like it's just madness. There's the Stones in there, and later on, there's some really big songs. I'm like, that would have cost them a bomb. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Be Apple. They got a bit of a bit of a coin rolling, but just a little yeah, bit. So happy. So it's giving me a little bit of like, well, you know, and I, I can't, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to, you know, Monday morning I, I'm a bit of an NFL fan, so I catch up on all the NFL scores and mm. normally watch the game mm. every Monday and normally do the same every Tuesday. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not fixed. If my team's in it, I'll definitely watch. If they're not, um, you know, so I can change my uh, routine mm. on the Monday, Tuesday. So that, that's a flexible. It's not, a, you know, it has to be NFL those two days. Like yeah. AFL had to be. So that um, sometimes takes the time up. Then I'm like, I've got to put another day aside to like, okay, watch a couple of episodes of something like yeah. now Ted Lasso, and then you know Thursday make it Magic Practice Day. You know, yep. so I've got something I can look forward to. Well, I'm really thinking. Well, I need to do you know a couple of days a week with these good shows because you're like i want to know what happens now you gotta up your game you gotta up your game yeah, there's I'm, this I, yeah. I can't believe how people can watch five or six episodes in a row i can't <laughs> I, I, I can believe it because you're like i want to know what's next but i'm mm. like gee it's wearing me down too you know got to me but i want to know like yeah. i want to know and I, I think i sent greg a message saying up to five and then i, I went oh couple of minutes later, right? oh, that'll be seven now. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did I watch two episodes in a row? It's, but yeah. good writing and good story and good things you can associate to. And that's the thing, which Greg wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm really pleasing that it's sending me back to when I was coaching to like, oh, I remember that kid or I remember yeah. what was his name. Oh, that, yeah, Stephen Pym. And interesting, you know, he was one of the kids I taught. And I messaged him the other day something about leadership I saw, mm. and I went, as far as captains go, you were the best captain I ever had, wow. the most inspirational captain I ever had. And he and he replied on Twitter, he was like, oh, coach, you know, that's one of the nice things. This, this kid, Stephen Pym was his name, and he really was, because they were a downbeaten team when I got to them, you know, mm. five years in a row, they had been no good. Mm. And I remember these bunch of old blokes in a bar, you know, remember walking past and like, oh, you're the new under 18 coach. I went, yeah. And they laughed and went, you don't know what you got in for you. Uh. And I went, and I went, why? He goes, these kids have come through since they're under 14, the ones that you got now. Mm. And they just don't, they haven't won, they won like two games in four years on their way up. They're all hopeless. Mm. And I'm thinking, oh, it's nice talking about them like that. Yeah. He said, they're uncoachable because they're just, you know, rude, arrogant kids and some just downright naughty kids. And yeah. I said, well, they're turning 18. He goes, yeah, they don't care. And I thought, yeah, I'll, you know, that's just old blokes at the bar. And I went and spoke to someone else. Yeah. He went, oh, they're an unruly bunch. Yeah. I went, oh, I've coached men. Flipping kids aren't going to worry me. They're 17, <laughs> 18. I've coached grown men. Yeah. These kids will not scare me. No. And I said, grown men didn't scare me. I used to just stand there and look at them and go, are you finished? And I chucked a little tantrum. <laughs> Why aren't I playing this week? Yeah. Because you flipping didn't play any good last week. Yeah. But why? I don't have to, I'm the coach. I don't tell you why. I just tell you. You know. <laughs> um, so I said to these old blokes, I said, I think you got a rude shock for you. Yeah. And I remember taking all the kids up in the grandstand the first day I met. I said, I'm your new coach, Craig. You know, why not? And I said, 
okay, we're going to bear this out here. Yep. You are an unruly bunch of rat bags. You are this, you are that. And they're all sitting there. So this is all I've heard since I got the job. Mm. I said, everyone's telling me how bad you blokes are. I've not heard one person tell me that you're a good bunch of kids or even say there's one good kid amongst you. Mm. I said, well, what have you blokes been doing? To be... <laughs> and they're, you know, they're mumbling over the breath. I said, what? And then one of them, I think it might have been Pimmy, just went, they don't care. Oh. And they all sort of looked at me and said, they don't care. They don't, they don't take it to heart. They don't care that people think they're bad. Um, he said, no, I hate it. He said, for three or four years, we've just yeah. been losing. Yeah. And no one cares. It doesn't hurt them enough. And oh. and then I'm like, gee, this kid's really... And I've got the team manager. I said, boy, this kid really... That was incredible. Yeah. He goes, that kid uh, is a very, very, very good player. Mm. He said, but that kid has also gone through a lot of trauma and handled it incredibly well. Right. And come out like a leader. I said, mm, yeah, I've got to know if I'm... Mm. You know, I, I'm dreading what I'm going to hear here. Mm. And he said he was at this ground, at the ground we're at. Mm. He said and he was sitting in this grandstand watching his dad play. Right. And his dad went up for a mark and came down and didn't move. Oh, Jesus. And died in front of him. Oh, my goodness. A heart attack on the ground. This flipping oh kid. What is he saying? Like, I think Steve was about 12 years old. Jesus. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. To watch your dad, your idol, by the way, yeah. your football idol you wanted to be like Jesus it's tragic and everyone knew and I thought he's playing for his dad that's it yeah and I remember pulling him aside and I said that's the most impressive thing I've ever heard in football circles mm. and I said you know I've come from coaching grown men mm. and I've coached junior representative teams and so I've had some good players mm. I hear you're a pretty good player but put that aside you're a great leader you are a great leader and then um, I think one of the biggest rat bag kids, we were having a chat. Yeah. And they were all, I said, who do you want to make captain? They all just said, Steve, Steve, Captain Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, every one of them. And the rat bag kid sort of got offended by you know, by saying that they didn't care. Mm. And they, it was like, well, why don't we show them we care then? If, if even our own think we don't care. Mm. And then I sit down with every kid and like, you know, why, why don't you care? Mm. Um, I've been told I'm no good anyway, so. Yeah. Oh, you've all been just told you're no good that first year because you weren't, yeah. and then you just didn't bother Getting training hard to get better because you didn't think it was going to matter. Yeah. And then I said, "Have you ever been put through drills to test your skills?" And all? it was just pretty much, you know, a sign to the fact that we're no good, and that's what we're going to be. Oh, so we'll, we'll change that. We'll change that. Yeah. And we didn't. We didn't win the competition. We didn't even make a final, but they won six out of whatever, which is the most games they won in three years, I think, or something. Fantastic. But, but the kids developed, and you could see them becoming better and better and better. Mm. And then I was coaching them again for the next year, but then I got the offer to take up the job at Port Adelaide in the recruiting department, which I actually went and got three of the kids, the leaders from the group, and sat them down and said, I've been offered a job. Yeah. But we've already started the season, and I think I'll have to tell them, I'm going to, you know, I'll commit mm. to you. And they just, Steve just said, are you stupid? It's an <laughs> AFL job. This is what you wanted, you told us when you got here. I said, yeah, but I just got here. Yeah. And and we've, we've really formed something good. And I want to keep that going. Coach, we'd be devastated if you didn't take the AFL job. Okay. So 
I think they were all right. So I did, and, and and the kids didn't have a great year the following year, but then so be it. And then, you know, they were 19, 20, and they moved on, and I still kept in touch with a couple, which is pretty good. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing, you know, a TV show can make you feel things like... Art therapy, unofficial art therapy. Look at this. Well, it did cross my mind when I was watching it because I felt like I was having a bit of therapy with mm. going over some old things in football and and just add it, you know, beliefs and attitudes and uh, and you know, the way you handle it. Mm. You know, and one size doesn't fit all. Yeah. I think that's what I learned was we're not good at that with a lot of things, you know, in medical professions and whatever, it's like one size fits all. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. Each person's got to be treated individually and understood individually and I really think we've got away from that in a lot of things. We have, haven't we? It, yep. It's so, so hard, isn't it? Because it's also, it's at efficiencies. Like, even at the moment, I'm, you know, I'm marking, I'm marking papers and we are, we're trying to find... hardest job in the world, Dad. Well, no, but the thing is, is because you oh, don't have the time so and so hard. you just think... You're right, though. So, uh, I should be sitting down with individuals, but I don't have time to do that, and I don't no, have energy you, to do that. But you're right. It's it's yeah. what can you do to just let people know they're not just a number. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> like, and, yeah, and the one thing that made me think about when you said that, mm, it took me back to in and of itself, mm, where that one bloke stood up and he yeah, said, I'm nobody, yeah. and it crushed me, thinking, I just want to hug you, you poor man. That's right. You are somebody. That's Everybody right. is somebody. Yeah. That deserves respect. That's true, isn't it? That's true. Yeah. 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 How are you feeling, my love? I should. We were going to talk for ten minutes, and now we'll look at this. Yeah. We talk for thirty-five. Oh, you kidding? <laughs> Gosh. Oh, well, that's good. See, that happens. And again, that you know, if it's good for you, it's good for you. That's it. That's it. Well, let's, I... let's see if we can rally the Greg man and um, yeah. get this Ted Lasso season one oh, chat going I love it. when we can. Yeah, will you? I'm in. I'm, in. Uh, I'm in too. Well, do you want to message him or do you want me to message him? What works best for you? Yeah. <laughs> He's probably sick of me messaging. No, I'm sure. Message, I message him every day. We chat every day. Well, just do it then and pick a so, time. And so we, cool. That's All great. Right. And then we can just, wherever you're up to, I don't want to give you spoilers, but wherever you're up to, be yep. great. All right. No All right, honey. Well, you t- I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Thanks. Bye, honey. <laughs> See you. Bye. 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 Bye.